welcome to Sword Art Illusions. We are, I guess we're sort of back in the Raspbankin Extended Universe, but emphasis with this one definitely on the Extended, because this is not actually an official Raspbankin release, but it is a sequel of sorts. I guess prequel would also probably be accurate. We're covering the 2008 special... A Miser Brothers Christmas, which is really a follow-up to the 1974 classic, The Year Without a Santa Claus. This special was released as a ABC Family original in 2008. This is before they became Freeform. They actually don't even have the rights to a lot of the Rasmankin specials anymore. Uh, AMC has the rights to those. A lot of the ones that we've been covering, at least. And actually, there's kind of a divide... Rudolph and Frosty and Santa Claus is Coming to Town, I think are actually owned by different people than uh, You're That a Santa Claus. 1974 is actually kind of a weird divide, which, I mean, honestly, for the for people who have been listening to all of these episodes, maybe that is something you would care about. But uh, ABC Family, which has been known for years and years and years for doing 25 Days of Christmas, in 2008, they said, hey... Why don't we make something resemble? Why don't we make our own original Christmas special? And by let's use original in quote, it, it is an original movie that debuted as part of the 25 Days of Christmas. Is it original? No. Is the plot original? No. No, it's derivative. It's silly. Ah, uh, let me put it this way: The Year Without a Santa Claus is probably the best of the Rankin Bass. Christmas specials. It is the most fun. It has the best cast of characters. I mean, a lot of people would probably put Rudolph uh, above it, and they'd put You Without a Santa Claus second. I acknowledge that. However, Rudolph is incredibly mean-spirited, and the Santa is a raging asshole in that. And the elves are raging assholes. Everybody in Rudolph who is in a position of power is a raging, horrendous piece of shit. So with that in mind, You Without a Santa Claus has an opening. And what it also does better than, say, Pinocchio's Christmas, which we've covered, or Rudolph's Shiny New Year, which we've covered, or Jack Frost, something like that, those specials have oodles upon oodles of weird filler designed to get them to the 50-minute mark. It's hard to say they haven't aged well. I mean, they're timeless classics that have been around for decades, so obviously they did something right, but... If you're an adult watching these, there is kind of the, gee, what the hell is going on? That always happens in the third act. And the year that a Santa Claus avoids that. And I'll say this for Rudolph, too. Rudolph is a very streamlined narrative. There's not a lot of filler. And in fact, you can actually, you can look at two specific points within Rudolph and Year Without a Santa Claus that a lot of these other specials... When, when, when Rudolph goes to the Island of the Misfit Toys, and actually when Heat Miser and Snow Miser are introduced... That's often kind of like late, a sort of back half, second half of the special. That's often where the other ones start to go off the deep end and think like, okay, we've kind of exhausted the mileage of our initial plot. Now let's go into more of a subplot, go to a different area. That's usually when they start to get really weird. So what sets those two specials apart from a lot of the other ones is they really do have a strong second half. And that's, I mean, you were that as Santa Claus. We talked about this in another one. I mean, after Heat Miser and Snow Miser appear and they have the sad girl who's singing I'll Have a Blue Christmas Without You kind of guilt Santa Claus into not taking the year off. I mean, that's kind of 
if if the special hadn't ended at that point, if it had continued going on, it probably wouldn't have been that great. So, a Miser Brothers Christmas is uh, taking. I mean, Heat Miser and Snow Miser are basically, uh, in terms of the Rankin Bass sort of more original characters, they're uh, two of the two of the best. The only two that really compare are Hermie, Yukon Cornelius, and uh, let's throw the Abominable Snowman in there. Sam the Snowman, also a good character. So the only two that can compare are four that compare. But, I mean, I, I, I put Heat Miser and Snow Miser above the Abominable Snowman and Sam the Snowman. Uh, so we'll put, the, we'll put the Misers above the Snowman. We'll do that. And <laughs> it is an interesting concept. I mean, Rudolph has had follow-ups. There was a Rudolph movie released in the early 2000s that was following the stop motion. And you know what? It followed the stop motion a hell of a lot better than this. This animation in a Miser Brothers Christmas is kind of... It's kind of like a hodgepodge of discount James and the Giant Peach and Coraline, like that kind of aesthetic. It it doesn't look that much like Rankin Bass, and it looks more like it. It looks more like Rudolph than the Earth Out of Santa Claus. Like there was a, I mean, those specials have about ten years in between the two, and the stop motion, the animagic, as they would call it, would uh, it it did get a lot better. This is not that great. It it looks a little weird. But the Miser Brothers are kind of an interesting set to to plan a sort of spin-off movie about because they're memorable characters, they're interesting. It is important to remember that the Miser Brothers are really only that they're very small characters in the Earth Out of Santa Claus. They're very memorable, but they don't appear all that often. They appear when Mrs. Claus is worried about Jingle and Jangle. Uh, getting down to Southtown, they say, "Oh, she'll never. They'll never make it past the Miser Brothers." And then you see uh, Snow Miser throwing lightning bolts, and uh, there's f- fire bolts going, and they actually do hit him. So that's kind of abusive, but uh, they're not in it that much. Then they appear, they do their song, they fight. Mother Nature tells them to stop, and that's kind of that. They, I, I don't mean to diminish their importance, but you were that a Santa Claus is not really their special. They. Jingle and Jangle get more screen time. Iggy the Kid gets basically the same amount of screen time. He really fades in importance down the stretch. Uh, But it's weird. I mean, history is not full of... It's not really filled with great examples of taking, like, a side character and saying, hey, the next one, we'll just center it all around them. Cars 2 comes to mind, where they take a uh, fun racing movie in the first one and then basically do James Bond with the most annoying character in all of Cars, Mater, who I hate. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, you do stuff like that, it, it's maybe not the greatest idea in the world. The Miser Brothers is is not quite like that. And it's fun to have uh, Mickey Rooney and George uh, S. Irving back. Uh, Mickey Rooney was 88 at the time of this uh, recording for his voice work, and George S. Irving was 86. They've both passed away. It is fun that uh, 34 years after after the original Year Without a Santa Claus... I mean, Mickey Rooney is the voice of Santa Claus also in Santa Claus is Coming to Town, which is not really a sequel. It's, it's not a sequel. Uh, they, but, it, I mean, having Mickey Rooney gives it that kind of feel. There's a reason you kind of think that it, they're sort of connected. So, 
And having George S. Irving is, uh, I mean, he's great. He was Geppetto in Pinocchio's Christmas, which we just covered. That's It's fun. I mean, it's fun to have these guys back, especially if you care about voice acting. <sighs> Actually, having them back, though, did produce some mixed results. Uh, George S. Irving's voice is, is really, it's not as full-bodied as it was in 74. And you know what? That's not the biggest surprise in the world. You, if you watch new episodes of The Simpsons, voices change. If you go back... And listen to early episodes of Esther Illusions, I probably sound a little bit different. And I'm a trans person who really doesn't put uh, much stock or anything into voice uh, voice training. But George S. Irving does not sound that great. He he he's trying. He just he doesn't have the range. He Miser is an intimidating guy, and he's angry, and he's he's got this bellowing voice, and it's it's just not there. Unfortunately, the voice of uh, Snow Miser uh, had passed away, Dick Sean. Uh, he had he passed away in 1987. And they found uh, Juan Kioran, who is an Argentinian-Canadian, uh, primarily a stage actor. He takes over. I mean, he does an admirable job, okay. Let's give him a little bit of credit. He sa- he, he doesn't sound very much like snow miser it's 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 a little awkward he has uh, i don't know i mean they probably should have gone with somebody who had a bit more um there's kind of a it's it's hard to do an impression of but the like the uh, minute the the kind of accents that you would see in old school hollywood and black and white tv that kind of stuff i mean that's the world that mickey rooney and george s irving came from so one kioran a stage actor I, he's not why this special is not that great, but he's, I mean, he doesn't really help either. So the basic plot of this film is, uh, the Miser Brothers are at, they're at a, a family reunion with Mother Nature, who actually, to her credit, looks kind of cooler than, uh, the Mother Nature from the Year Without a Santa Claus. We see that they have siblings, uh, Thunder and Lightning. We have Tides. Uh, the main villain of this film is Northwind, who looks kind of like a pompous ass. Uh, not, it, and actually, I mean, it's kind of an achievement that the special gets somebody who looks like more of a pompous ass than Heat Miser, so that's kind of nice. Uh, and they're talking, and uh, basically there's a conspiracy to knock Santa out so that Northwind can take over and basically get all of the adulation from kids that's that's kind of that's kind of that and it's weird and there's a little bit of global warming humor which really hasn't aged well from uh i mean you going back from 2008 to now i mean the world's changed a lot in terms of global warming but there's some jokes about uh greenland and iceland uh greenland's cold and i mean iceland does have snow the special says that iceland doesn't have snow that's kind of weird uh they they do that kind of stuff. There's a, there's a song that starts off the beginning. I mean, the songs in this. There's one that's really bad that's uh, later in the special. But um, I don't know. I mean, this special opts for a lot of chorus-based songs versus uh, solo. I mean, some of the hearing Shirley Booth in the Year Without a Santa Claus was a lot of fun. Uh, this not so much. I, it's interesting that they kind of expand the map uh, with Mother Nature having more relatives. This Northwind guy. I don't think prequels are super, super well-served by introducing more members of the family that just kind of make you wonder, gee, why weren't they in the last one? So, I mean, that's kind of a mess. 
We also have elves who are uh, very focused on production, probably more so. I mean, this is this is a special that is covered in capitalism. They're talking about the production. We've got a, a new elf called Tinsel who is has designed a super sleigh for Santa that gets sabotaged by Northwind, which is. I mean, I don't know why these people and their minions. I mean, it's weird that we watch this special. You know, the little heat miser and the snow miser that that do the he's Mr. Green Christmas. Uh, those people appear. We don't understand why, where they came from. I mean, the special missed an opportunity to explain that. So Northwind attacks Santa, and Tinsel is an elf who's basically the this this special's answer to Jingle and Jangle. Who, I mean, they have a meaty plot in the year without a Santa Claus. They're not irrelevant to the uh, special success, but Tinsel, I mean, Tinsel's trying. It's nice to have a female elf. Uh, part of the downside of all of these specials being so popular for decades and decades is that they carry the sort of, they carry the, the theme that, you know, only men can save this kind of stuff. Although, I mean, Shirley Booth, as Mrs. Claus, is such a leading force in the year without a Santa Claus that, I mean, th that special was... I mean, maybe that's also why we love that one and we dump on all of the other ones. <laughs> this special has the dumbest song. I, I It's going to be stuck in my head forever. This It's basically called Brothers, but it, it's... Who is better than a brother? And it, it's basically like, you know, give your brother what they want. There's nobody better. I mean, look, if you haven't seen this special, look it up on YouTube. If that's the only bit you watch, it's it's messed up. They have, the, they have the lines, Who is better than a brother? He is better than all the rest. Brothers should be friends. That's literally the... That's the special in, in sequence. That's... That's awful. It's so stupid. We're jumping ahead a little bit, but basically the North Wind screws with Santa. He throws out his back, a.k.a. he's sick like the other one. He's not going to be able to do his sleigh. So Mother Nature says, oh, we'll have the Miser Brothers come run the toy factory. And what's weird is they're kind of shown to use their powers contrasting with each other. Uh, heat, heat Misers crank the heat. I mean, the the Santa's, Santa's Workshop's factory has settings, all crank the heat or crank the cold. It's, it's unclear how cold helps you produce toys. Heat actually... Like, if, if you're making a fire truck and it's a metal fire truck, Heat Miser's powers would actually be very useful. Snow Miser's powers really, if he was apprenticing with a blacksmith, maybe, uh, you could use, I mean, you could use both of them there, but uh, I don't, I, they're showing them as, like, a, in parallel, uh, doing opposites and, and both kind of helping and, I'm kind of sitting there being like, okay, you can use Heat Miser in this factory. I don't know how Snow Miser is all that used here, but uh, okay. I mean, that's how we go. Tinsel's super slight. I mean, it's kind of cool, but... Uh, and the, the North Wind sends minions, unscrews a bit of his sleigh, and it crashes. It seems like kind of a mess. We also learned that the Miser Brothers were uh, naturally on Santa's naughty list. We actually see the mechanics of the naughty list. We see the elves who are watching, and they're seeing like, oh, little whoever uh, brushed their teeth, nice. That's weird, or forgetting to... I forget exactly what the other... the crime to get naughty, but I mean... 
it's kind of weird. You're just sitting there being like, you know, what if a kid is a bully? Is that naughty? We didn't see any of that. We only saw sort of mundane, not quite white lies, but that kind of equivalent for the naughty, nice kind of stuff. So, I don't know. I mean, what a mess. We see a lot of these scenes take place. Uh, Heat and Snowmiser are in their factory, in Santa's factory, making the presents. They're trying to help. They're fighting Mrs. Claus's horrendous brother's song. It reminds me at Disneyland, in, in Disney World, they have the Hall of Presidents. In Disneyland, they have great moments with Mr. Lincoln, which was the original animatronic, uh, like one of Walt Disney's really original crowning achievements. It inspired the Hall of Presidents, I guess is what I'm trying to say, but. There's a song in it, and the spe- the show is like 15 minutes long. It's we we've only seen it a few times, almost always when it's raining elsewhere. But they do us they they perform this song called Two Brothers," and it's about the Civil War, and it's a really uh, wishy washy moo moo song. And uh, this brother song is it's it's kind of a poly- it's kind of an apologist for brothers who maybe aren't that great and brothers should be friends it's awful i'm 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 cringing thinking about how stupid it is who is better than a brother i mean there are some brothers that suck and uh kind of halfway through this special it's not very long 50 minutes they just start going into an extended riff where they're doing the song from you're that a santa claus verbatim just doing I'm Mr. Green Christmas. I'm Mr. Sun. I'm Mr. No, I mean, that's a great song. I mean, it, for something like that, you probably would have wanted to have it more toward the end as like a, it's just kind of a fun like cap on, on the special. But here, like halfway through, it's like, oh, we ran out of ideas. So let's just... Let's just uh, let let's just sing this song and let's let's try and burn five minutes doing that. That's basically what they do. This does. I mean, it's kind of a shame because we talk about in other specials how you wonder, gee, if people knew that this special was going to be viewed for fifty years, would Rudolph's Shiny New Year or Pinocchio's Christmas or something would they have had less batshit crazy subplots? And this special kind of seems to hint, hey. No matter the decade, even if we all know that these specials are designed to last forever, we're still going to do something that sucks. <laughs> this special is bad. It is bad. I, I don't mean to do something that I'm dumping on. I mean, the North Wind is not the worst villain on the planet. He's actually, like, a pretty good villain. And some of the action scenes... I The stop motion when they show the village, uh, Santa's, Santa's workshop area, I mean, that's some good stuff. There is good things that are happening here. There's just a lot of crap, and Heat Miser constantly kind of sounds like he's a little kid. He doesn't sound like a menacing sort of... He's a miser. He's he's angry. There's a reason that Snow Miser going around saying, friends call me Snow Miser. Heat Miser says, they call me Heat Miser. Heat Miser doesn't have any friends. Here he sounds kind of naive. So... Northwind screws up their uh, truce. He stops. He gets into their way because eventually they start to work together and they're actually doing a good job. As is kind of a trope, they're uh, working in the factory and Mrs. Claus got them to stop fighting. And then Northwind comes. Nobody sees him. These sleigh. I mean, there's a lot of elves, and yet Northwind plants these like 
it, it kind of looks like he's put like a tracking beam under the sleigh, but he's put uh, one thing for heat and one for snow, ostensibly designed. And when they get on, like a um, they get on, it triggers the the snow and the heat, and they think that the other tried to trick them, so they start fighting again. Santa says, "No, no, no, I'm good. I'm gonna fly my sleigh." And at that point, Tinsel, who is kind of shown in the beginning to be an important character and isn't really discovers, hey, there was sabotage. These screws, she finds the screws that came out. The odds of that are are asinine. And uh, it's weird how the naughty list doesn't isn't tracking, hey, North Wind, for something that logs every crime, and, and Heat Miser and Snow Miser are included within, within its index, it's not able to log that North Wind is screwing around and getting Santa Claus hurt. That's, uh... Tinsel also has, like, a dead relative elf. They're talking about, Tinsel, your father would be proud. So I guess we're living in a world where elves can die of illnesses and stuff. But, uh, I mean, Santa, it's it's never really clear how old Santa's supposed to be. Is he immortal? Uh, I don't know. It all comes done, ironically, because of a Christmas card. North Wind had dressed as Santa Claus and found out he wants all the fame and glory that comes with, uh... You know, being being Santa Claus, he's got this wind palace that looks like something out of Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. That's It looks really cool. Is that good enough for him? No, he wants to be Santa. So, I don't know the mechanics of this. There is a, there is a cool sequence to... So Santa's got his sleigh, and they fixed the super sleigh, and the Miser Brothers, there's a backup team of reindeer. That's never really clear. The reindeers, I've, I, for the for all the stop-motion animation, the reindeers are actually done pretty well. The rest of the stop-motion, I could kind of take or leave. This, I was kind of like, okay, this is actually a pretty good one. But, uh... So we get a, we get a cool sequence where Heat Miser and Snow Miser, they bring their sleigh around to Santa. Santa's about to get screwed uh, by this, this wind. He's going to get killed, and they rescue him. They make an ice bridge and heat miser. Not only do they rescue Santa, but they rescue the toys, and uh, then they get to, they save Santa, and they get to uh, take they get to perform the rest of his duties because Santa has thrown out his back. He's an old man who uh, needs his rest. And North Wind, this big purple guy, gets sentenced to go do chores for the next thousand years, which explains... I guess this is basically a prequel from from the looks of it. And yet we're basically establishing that their feud is over, but they need to be feuding again later. So where this all fits in the continuity, I don't know. This special did a bunch of things that were admirable. Tinsel was a cool character. Bringing the Miser Brothers back was kind of cool. Doing a special that doesn't totally... It riffs, it rips off a little bit of the Year Without a Santa Claus in that part of it is designed to immobilize Santa. They sing the songs a lot. Tinsel's just kind of a jingle jangle. It's not... It's not totally doing that though it's a little ambitious north wind is a bit of an interesting character this one just isn't isn't very good they and also he mentions they just look so old they have these bags under their eyes georgia serving i mean he's doing his best it's just it's 
it's kind of a depressing one. And, you know, I don't really know what the long-term viability of, of this special is either because it's an ABC. I mean, it's a freeform property. Disney, I guess, is co-produced by Warner Brothers who have the rights to the Earth out of Santa Claus. I hadn't seen it in forever. I, I watched it when it first came out. I kind of avoided it. I don't know. The the other one, the Earth out of Santa Claus, is my one of my all-time favorites to watch every Christmas. This, this, this is... Ugh. The songs are so bad. The, they're they're so bad. There's no way around it. And there are a lot of R- Rankin Bass songs that are not good. But this is just really. This is this is just. It's, it, I don't really know what else to say about it other than it, it. It moves quickly. I'll say that it doesn't. It doesn't really drag. But at the same time, you end the movie thinking to yourself, "Gee." I don't think I really... I don't need to ever watch this again. Which probably limits the appeal of this episode, but Year That a Santa Claus is our one of our most popular episodes of all time. It has been leading the uh, Christmas coverage this year, which has been good, but it basically... It's, it's, it, it's been the second most popular episode of 2021, despite... Coming out in 2020, covering Christmas 2020, and we've had a lot of really good episodes, so it's bizarre. So figured, hey, let's do Miser Brothers Christmas. I don't mean to just be kind of a downer, but I mean, Little Drummer Boy has a lot of funny things. To th- the special, it's just kind of lazy and mediocre and, and not 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 that fun. North Wind, it's just, he's not that fun to analyze. He's a, he's. I wanted to do an episode on Miser Brothers Christmas, but... Kind of realizing, hey, I'll say this. I don't think that there were many ways that a special dedicated to the Miser Brothers would have been any better. It's just they're, they're, they're side characters. You're not supposed to make them the whole thing. So you know, less is more in a lot of types of settings. And it's not even like it's their fault. It's the fault of this mediocre special making Greenland Iceland jokes, horrible songs, not great animation. Not, the voice acting is... Uh, we, we could forgive that. It's nice to have Rick, Mickey Rooney and George S. Irving here, but uh, if only it had just been a little better. This is not a classic. You're without a Santa Claus. Might be the best Rankin Bass. This is not a sequel worthy of that. And uh, on that note, I want to keep dumping on it, but I wanted to give something for the diehards who really like the Miser Brothers. I love the Miser Brothers. I I wish that I'd love this one more. But uh, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. (laughs) 